0: You are now listening to the NerdWorks Podcast, brought to you by UtilityMuffinLabs.com. All right. ra ra shish, boom, The yeah,
1: Taliban <laughs> <laughs> rush, she. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So if you listen to our uh, 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade podcast, um, you will have noted we did not mention what book we're reviewing next. Deliberately. Yes, because it's, uh, it's, it's like a cat's paw, I guess would be the term, right? Like... <laughs>
1: it made me pee a little that's why for all
0: the good there is also equally bad and out of really truly i was confused when onyx path and white wolf decided to to bring it back
1: i i don't know
0: i yeah it to me the true black hand the talmeira or however it's pronounced
1: i fucking own it
0: i could live without
1: i mean i own it yeah no
0: absolutely the V21. Yeah, no, I know you do. I've seen it. So, I've oh. opened it. I've cracked it. Ugh. I just, I, it's got to be like I, I, like a fan service thing. Like, there has to be.
1: It's like we're doing, dude, we're going to, it's opening a door here, bro.
0: It's all right. <laughs> How do you want me
1: not to talk about it until next week? And it's like, there's so much yeah. hate.
0: So, so we're going to hold off on that. Um, We apologize for our absence last week. We had some scheduling conflicts. Um, you know. So, yeah. Anyways, we're here. We're we're awesome. Welcome to NerdWords. I'm fucking Nate, and I'm Bob, and uh, we're gonna be here for the next hour to bring you the the hits of the 70s, 80s, 90s, and today.
2: <laughs>
0: anyways, um, <laughs> we I wanna I wanna just give thanks. Like it's become too numerous to name all of you individually, but for the people that support us on Patreon. That play our Curse of Kane game. I just wanna give you all a shout out, say thank you for participating. We're hoping you're having a great time. It's been a lot of fun, albeit a lot of work for us.
1: But thanks for all the fish.
0: It's definitely an undertaking, but we're we're working we're working at it. We're diligent. Now, having said that, I think it's important that we establish at this moment that we're gonna have to set some some boundaries so that we can actually work on things at home in our actual human lives.
1: (laughs) Oh, we realized. So what he's talking about is we we got to cleaning. And uh, my fucking God. When you live on the
0: internet for all of your spare time, uh, and nothing against you guys. We should have anticipated this when we started. You, you couldn't have though. But uh, yeah, we we got we have to like we have to take some days off. We have to like set days where we're just like we'll be on if we're done, <laughs> right? But, but don't don't expect us otherwise. So um, I was thinking if this works for you, like Tuesday and Thursday, they're kind of like middle of the week days, you know. We just we just call those off days. You can still role play. You can still come and hang out and chat.
1: Oh no, I was just like in my head right there. I'm like, I'm fine with Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah,
0: so Tuesdays and Thursdays. We're taking so, the tease. So for for those of you that play, <laughs> we're we're establishing at this point, it is unlikely you will see us online in a in an official capacity as storytellers on Tuesday and Thursday.
1: Feel free to destroy our message inbox.
0: Right. Shoot us lines, no big deal. But we're not going to be on unless we have nothing, unless unless we're done with all of our other stuff, because we have to clean our house. We have to like go grocery shopping. We have to do the normal human things that our very wonderful Curse of Cain uh, players have helped us to put on the sideline, and we can't we can't do that. But we still have Thug when he's when he's on.
1: I mean, folks, we had a container of something that was in the fridge. <laughs> it was so foul. I remember have stopped by for 10 minutes and she has this thing about her where she she cleans. Yeah, like she walked she, in and she you don't get a say, right? And so she opens the fridge. I'm like, when well, I was like, oh, I don't have a piece of fruit to open. She's like, you can't eat that. What are we talked about. It's fruit. She goes, oh, it's an apple? Okay. All right, what is that? Now understand, I am gigantic tall by comparison to her. I'm like 6'8". Melissa's like five foot. Okay. So she, she gets to see the shelves. I'm not looking at, right? Cause my food, we've learned my food's on middle of to the top shelf, right? If you put it, you want me not to see your food, it goes in the bottom and it's gone to me. I don't care. Right. Yeah. It's a like cool, it's where it is. And, I, and she pulls out this container that might have been chili.
0: Could have been, could have been like spaghetti sauce. If, if you know it was me, orange.
1: You, and you do, I have two food groups, brisket and chili. Those are my food groups. That's it. Anything else is like, ah, fair weather, yeah, sure, I hope it's good. You know, I'm, I'm kind of picky. Those two, I will never skimp on. And if right. you ruin my chili, God help you. And so, so Nate had it in a container. Normally we just, as it goes. I assume. We would, we would chili every day of the week when none of say nothing. It's delicious. Right. It's yum if there's enough. However, this container had no mark date, had no expiration, and it was black. <laughs> when she picked it up it kind of sloshed the bottom and i'm looking at it and she's like oh god we got to open and dump this so i was like we don't open it
0: no no we don't at that point when you have a plastic container that has something that's been sitting i don't know how long it was in there but i know it's been at least today 30 days since i've really done any like, any deep cleaning like like just to just to put this on the table and and again Do not interpret this as a complaint. This is awesome, but at the same time, when you devote all of your attention to one thing, certain other things will get uh, get left behind. We'll say
1: this is all in humor.
0: It's been at least 30 days since I've cooked chili. It's been at least 30 days since I've cooked anything.
1: I can't remember what I ate for dinner last night. No. So, (laughs) to let you know. So, it's like, who knows, right? Right, who knows? But you don't open a black container that has a red sauce-like liquid on the bottom. No, you just just let that go. What you do is you do some anarchic-like terrorism and you take a hypodermic needle stabbed in the top. Take the food and squirt it in your boss's coffee cup. That's what you do. That's what you do to that container. Uh, uh, lacking that ability in an office to do that, and, you know, people like jobs, we decided to throw and, it the fuck and, out. And
0: also, don't like going to prison.
1: I don't know if it would kill him.
0: I mean, it'd probably make him shit a bunch.
1: It definitely would. And if you're me, that's a win. So that's that's what we're talking about so yeah that happens so the time is warranted right is what we're right
0: saying. so and and kind of like we were we were doing a little bit of thinking about it and like if you if you think of this game in the form of sessions like you would think of your tabletop community we we are on day 30
1: as bob the nazi would like to say that does not warrant you 30 xp i give you monkeys xp every sunday that is when you get it
0: uh but like it's 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 essentially like 30 game sessions it's like who wants to play every day in the life of the vampire oh we do
1: and we do yeah we love it i mean we come in and there's always something that gets us going to talk about it's good it's fun to do it love to do it yeah but we we have to make sure that we say on like record Tuesdays and Thursdays, because unfortunately, me and Nate can be drugging anything. <laughs> am I? Am I lying? No, no. You've been exhausted coming up. You're like, oh, dude, we're gonna do this cool thing up did right. it. But it's just, oh, I, I got it, dude. No, I got it, it.
0: The Saturdays are the worst because, like, Saturdays are the worst at my job. But then, like, I'll get home completely freaking exhausted, and you run an actual game with our friends here in in the house, and so I'll come home and you'll have been running for two hours and you've become an expert at doing the I'm running a game with you guys but also there's a computer here I'm checking out and I'll walk in and you'll be like all right there's this that and the other going on and I'm like I gotta jump in I gotta I gotta gotta." (laughs) and then I'm up till four o'clock in the morning you know sometimes uh running scenes with people and it's a lot of fun like I Meeting all of these people and experiencing their role play and learning their personalities and how they react to us—it's—it's—it's it's, it's honestly been like a wonderful honor.
1: Cultural awesome is yeah. what I want to call it. Uh, this guy online, HH, uh, plays a guy named Silva. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from Brazil, and uh, what I love about him is there's an actual term—an insult. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, well, I've, we've learned a lot I, I don't about... don't know if we want to say where <laughs> no, it came from. No, no, but... but...
1: Well, we will say there is a term for having completely and utterly... It's an insult, by the way, a cultural insult. You would say this to someone. It's like, I forget the names. I like Ambergasso or something like that. But you would say it to them in a... Like, say you're in gridlock in traffic and someone's honking a horn and being a jerk. In America, we'd call him an asshole. Right. We might even get out of the vehicle. In Brazil, they call him like an And what it means is you tell them that they have a completely and utterly destroyed asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I won't tell you why that came up in game, because I think that's a bit too graphic for the audience that isn't prepared for it, and it would would require a shovel to dig me out of that black hole uh, to tell you about, but it was fun. And what I will tell you is he said that, and then he's like, but don't worry, Bob. I will now define to you multiple terms in my culture where this comes from, and I was like, I so want to see it.
0: So what it's taught us is that Brazilians are very colorful with their insults.
1: We found the land of trolls, <laughs> and they are quite good. Yeah,
0: I, I've I've come to learn that in in America, we're just we're we're so basic.
1: It's just so, so basic. Fuck you,
0: asshole! Eat shit. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> but they're like made the fleas of a thousand goats infest your mother's crotch. <laughs> like, oh my god! Holy shit! It's so good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: so good oh man but yeah it's been it's been a real blast and we're enjoying every minute of it and we thank everybody who has jumped on and shown us their support um and we give you all of that we have
1: i'm gonna tell you why tyrus is awesome he is in the military he decided to show me this uh site he visits every now and again it's, mil- it's military tech right mm-hmm. and not every now and again i'm gonna tell you the photo he sent me i'm in a scene running it it's uh it's a strike team, and I think we do them well, and I'm role-playing well, and they're there, and they're helping out. And they got some guns and some stuff here and there, and he goes, boop. Bob, check this out. What? I look at it. It's a photo of a grenade launcher, and I'm thinking, meh, cool. A little excessive, and he goes, "I like, reading my mind, before you think it's a normal grenade launcher, look at the bottom right. And he shows me, it. it's like a Hornet grenade. hmm And what it is, is you, it's like over 20 different holes in one single grenade canister. That is like uh, revolver rounds. Right. So you shoot this grenade, and it hits in 20... It's like getting shot with 22 revolver rounds. Oh. That's what it does. It's like bullets and bullets. Right. There's no, There's no like, explosion. <laughs> it's boom, and you're... It's confetti. It's boom confetti. You want to have a bad day? This is used on you. And I was like, oh, we have come. We're, we're coming right along in that kill your neighbor quotient. Yeah, yeah. Taxpayer money doing wonders. And I was thank you sir i just want to say that uh when you go to war and you're done and you're ready to play full time it is game on
0: yeah so over the last uh, couple of weeks i mean basically this has been all of our time it might seem like this podcast is a little like one-sided one track well it is because that's this is what we got to talk about so you know take it for what it is those of you that play will love to hear about your exploits for Oh, sure. for sure
1: well i mean there's other stuff too i mean there are new games coming out for um for Vampire, right? Like V5. Yeah. So talk about that a little bit. Some people want to
0: Have you uh have you read the Okay. All right. Well, we're going to we're going to pause here. Unpause? You can. All righty. Sorry about that brief break. Anyways, we were talking about uh, V5. V5. I personally have not had the opportunity to read through the the beta. I would like to know your opinion. It's
1: pretty cool. Is that enough?
0: No. Yeah, I think. Okay. okay podcast over. Good night.
1: All done. So, now they changed some specific things. For one, as a storyteller, I enjoy the new die system. I love fast. I love speed. Mm-hmm. And it's it's definitely that. So, you know how the traditional is, I want to hit you. I'm rolling like 10 dice, and then you're rolling 10 dice to dodge. Varying difficulty. Right. Once we square that away, and now we're counting successes and whatever. Basically, we do a little arithmetic. Right. And if we had a really awesome scene where we wanted to be quick and done, that went out the window. Right? And so what they did in V5 is they said, hey, you know what? All target numbers are six. Right. That's flat out. Anything six or higher is a success, have a day. Seems pretty nice. You know what I mean? The advantage of it is that it's not you roll, I roll. It's you roll to dodge, I roll to hit. Right. Whatever successes I get over, that's how much damage you take. Huh. Simple, easy, effective. Okay. You know, things like armor, they were um, kind of hinted to it. Uh, Flyout said that, you know, at least at this point it will take away successes. So, like, you know, not, not infinite, but, like, your know, right. the damage is lessened. Right. So, if you get four health levels, the armor takes away, two. And then that's that. And that's the idea of soak behind it. Fortitude works similar. And uh, they didn't have a full spread on it, but they gave ideas of how right. this stuff is supposed to work. Right, because it's
0: a beta. It's not the full layout of the rules.
1: I like it. It's like a blend of Requiem meets the old school. Right. And the Hab- or V20, can't say old school anymore. But the cool thing about it is that you get speed. You know what I mean? There's no messing around. If you're the player who always knows a target number six plus and successes, you can just pick up the dice and roll them right when he calls out and don't worry Mm -hmm. about anything being weird you know what you're doing
0: well how do you uh, like how do you account for things that are more difficult to do
1: number of successes
0: so so instead of saying like you need uh roll the dice difficulty 10 you would just say roll the dice you need five successes to do this
1: if you even tell them
0: well i'm saying like you know for for, from the rules perspective like instead of going you just need one 10 now it's you just need five
1: sixes you got it
0: right okay so that makes sense Yeah. No, I'm very eager to read it. Like, um, I, I think, um, I go online, right. And I look at some of the people that we know and anytime something new comes out, it's just like, bitch, 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 bitch. You know what I mean? And Hey, bless them, bless their hearts, whatever. But it's like, that's, that's your opinion. I'd like to wait until I read it myself to like make that statement.
1: I'm going to quote Jay-Z. If it weren't for haters, it wouldn't be as famous. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. That's how it goes. There's always going to be a key group of people, a small percentage. who are going to be the most vocal mouthy about everything that comes out because they want to be important. Right. They want to be special. And in that niche for that purpose, they are. That's how you know you're on the right track. Right. We said this during this podcast. The moment we get our first group of people who don't like us is the moment we're doing good. Right. And we got them. early on. I mean, it was super cool. It's like, off the bat, hey, there's the dickhead that's going to say something that, you know, entitled to his opinion, but no, of course we don't like you, but the cool thing is is that we respect you.
0: Well, the best part is when we have certain people that they're, it seems like I could name them, but I won't. Don't. But they're very specific people that they think adding to the conversation means correcting us on small little things. And... I don't know if they understand why you never see their comments get posted because that is the most, most loathsome personality trait
1: ever. And now what I'll tell you is, is that there are, there are all kinds right in life. Right. I had to learn to accept this. There are people who have a flow of brain thought where if something is out of place, they can't digest the thought. Right. They can't hear you. Like everybody hears in stages is a point of communication. So to put it in perspective, we all are like writing a book. For the mm-hmm. most part, we're all using the same language, same page, same blog post, right? And we're able to read each other and get each other. Then there are a few people who have an outdated, busted system. They're still on Windows XP, and it's 2017. It's outdated as shit. Right. And if you're not writing in that format, they can't possibly comprehend. So you have to go back to t- in time, basically, and go, okay, here's the exact phrasing. But we weren't going with the exact phrasing. We were trying to instill emotion, right? Tell a story. That's
0: because we're having a conversation. We're not writing a it. news article, you, you know. It. And it, that's that's the thing. Like, podcasting is a different kind of it's a different kind of monster because you're literally you're just talking. You're <laughs> not. We don't have a script. We don't have the time to sit down and formulate like a detailed opinion. But why would you want to listen to that? Go read a book. <laughs> Better off go write your own. You know. Um, but it's, it's, like, it's like when you hear people on the radio, they might have a plan. They might have a small outline, but basically you're, you're taking bullet points and you're filling them in with, with stuff for an hour and a half. That's that's the secret. I'll take you into the kitchen. I'll show you how the sauce is made.
1: I'll date myself real quick, okay? Because you can come with me on this humor. Yeah. You, you heard me last night. Mm-hmm. Playing Conan Exiles. Yeah. Run around, doing my thing. And it's like we had to start all over again, whatever. Conan Exiles is an online MMO. It's it's Conan. If I need to explain it to you, then, then you're not you're not you're not Conan. Okay, I mean it's that simple. But it entitles me to run around like Conan the Barbarian and slaughter my enemies, cause I can. Right. And uh, sure, I'm supposed to be heroic, but I'm an exile, so I'm kind of a bad guy. It's not
0: really a heroic land.
1: No, it's about survival and you know whatever. Incident comes up because we're on a role play server. And this, uh, two people come up to the camp and all our, my slaves are shooting at them because mm-hmm. that's what my slaves do. When I break <laughs> you in the wheel of pain, you understand that Babas Khan has one rule for you and that is to live. In order for you to live, you must defend my shit. That's your goal. Right. So they're out there shooting arrows and whenever these two people dodge a little bit and they wait down the hill and I hear people in my group, they're like, oh, those are our friends. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what friends? What are friends? And they're like, what, you were here because we, from the land, we forced this land to give us our due. What? what? I go up to talk to him, and uh, I have I have a knife in one hand and a sword in the other, and I'm like, let's just have at it. Right. We're going to have it right now. And they're like, oh, diplomacy. What is diplomacy? And the Hyborian age hasn't even been invented yet. I <laughs> don't know what this is. There's always negotiation, and negotiation goes in one of two ways. Either I'm stronger than you, and I enslave you, or kill you. Those are my two forms of negotiation. Or,
0: you're stronger than me, and thus, I don't deserve my shit.
1: Life is harsh in the Hyborian age. I go over there, and I hear, well, um, I think they they just said they wanted some food. We could just give them some food. And I'm looking. They have better armor than I do and everything else. And I'm like, oh, man, you don't get it. (laughs) You you really don't get it. It it isn't about, like, sure, they they can go get their own food. They're role-playing, and their role-play is really, like, they came from a bigger tribe to come see if we're of salt. Right. If we're worth anything, right? In This little mini negotiation, I, I just literally throw my hands up and I'm like typing in there and I'm like, away with you. I no longer care that you're here. You didn't come to fight. You're gassed out, so you're not strong. My slaves can kill you. Right. I'm going to go hunt for my people, really for me, and I'm going to go find a human to drag to my altar so I can cannibalize them. So <laughs> That's what I do. I serve Yogg. He lets me eat people. I use their bones to knock out other victims. It's a it's a cycle process. You know, there's a theme here. So I'm lost in my own little, and all I hear is this stress, this strain. Well, if we don't negotiate with them, they're just gonna come back and crush us. Yeah, that's okay with you? They won't crush us. Well, how do you know that? Because they're too weak. They came up all full of bravado and did jack shit. Right. I threw crap on the ground and told them they could eat the bugs I left them. (laughs) That's it. And I turned around. They could have jumped me. Why didn't they? Hmm. Could it be because I have an army of slaves right by me? I even ran out in front of them to mine. I cared slowly if there was mining. Then I hear the important thing. Well, in Game of Thrones... And then I stopped. I break to (laughs) me and went, you don't know the age. You don't know of what you play child. Right. And I'm like data. I'm like Robert E. Howard. I have the Chronicles of Conan on my shelf. I have everything. I have all the comics for it. I'm sitting here going, God, you still think you have weight like there's like some law.
0: Oh, it's it's very much like uh, not knowing the 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 source material. You know, my
1: point is rather than use the worldwide Internet to get information, to go, I'm going to play this game, maybe know a little about it. Right. Or the other half, I won't play in a role play server. I'll just yeah. run around and right. beat stuff right. up Right, of build course. It.
0: Yeah. No, it's very important. Your option. Super important in a role play environment to know what you're role playing.
1: But if I'm going to walk around this place and I'm going to do some stuff, i got to know some things. Right. Most importantly, oh, there's like 100 years of material. But you mentioned, you know, earlier how people digest content now. The monster that is podcasting. Right. How somebody can make comments to type in and do whatever. Same type of people who will go into something like that, role play wise, not read a thing and rely on everybody to tell them what's nah, yeah, there. Absolutely. That's the important thing, to tell them the info they needed to belong. And I'm sitting here going, no unique thought, no digestion of content to come up with your own unique interpretation of what that is. So what of worth are you offering to what's going on? <clears throat> right, And that is how I know the world will come to an end one day. In a dramatic fashion. because <laughs> that, everyone... got,
0: that jumped ahead quick. Oh, why I jumped ahead?
1: Because <laughs> everyone's going to wait. Like when I am dust and gone, right? Just a memory. This will all be there. And, mm-hmm. and hearken my warning, dear listeners. The world will come to an end because everybody will be waiting for one guy to tell them all what to do <laughs> that day. Says, There's just hey, one guy who read the book. Just one guy. One guy who read the book. They're going to literally be like, going. I don't know what to do. What is this about? And then he will have to tell them. And he will realize, I have such power yes. to make them do whatever. And
0: then he'll be walking to his mud hut, and he'll fall and break his ankle, and he'll get sepsis and die. See, Trump is too early. And no one will understand where the pyramids came <laughs> right. from.
1: Right. I'm just saying, in this myriad discussion here, I'm just pointing out the fact that that it's an annoying point for me because I want to have there are people who are passionate about something. And I'm glad and super excited they're passionate about, right. it. and that when we read and digest content, like there is literally bookshelves as tall as I am that we have of every book of the library, White Wolf, and what we do and discuss. We're not bragging. It's not bragging.
0: We're not bragging. We're but just saying. When you saying.
1: see that and we tell you that over two decades of source material that we've been with, every lockstep and read and have gone through, we're not saying we're 100 percent accurate every time. No, but I we are saying how the fuck could we be? Right, but we absolutely can carry on a discussion and lead a discussion. Run a damn seminar if we wanted to on it, and if you would like to be part of that discussion, we welcome you. But be prepared right. for two things because we always do. Number one, we're listening. Right, There's two ears and one mouth for a reason. Although on a podcast, that's boring, so we talk a lot. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking to us about your opinion, we're listening to see where you're coming from, to understand, to communicate. Right. Once given an idea, we're free to challenge that that revelation, or to ask you where it came from so we can learn too. But when we hear that you went. To a hot page, read one blurb on White right. Wolf Wiki. Right, declared yourself amazing and knowledgeable about it. To come back and go, actually, you're wrong with the date.
2: Right,
0: it's it's like me going. Um, well, I'm gonna pull up the Wikipedia article on cars and I'm gonna read that article. And now I'm gonna call myself an expert on cars.
1: <laughs> Not tell GM how they <laughs> right. screwed up an engine. Well, you
0: know Ford actually. If you'd put the oil filter underneath, okay, all right. How about you relax. How about you leave it to the people that that make cars instead of your expert opinion? And any, but th- I mean, that's honestly, it's a double edged sword because that all of that it it's annoying, right? But also, it gets people interested in conversation. Exactly, it creates I, an environment for this.
1: As much as I do not care for Joe Rogan, like I, eh, I like his guests. Does that make sense?
0: No, absolutely. Like uh, my opinion on the podcast is, I, I like Joe Rogan as a comedian, and I have since I was a little kid. But I'm not like, oh God, Joe Rogan, fucking work out every day. I I'm not that but the people that he has on, those are the people that I'm interested in hearing. Yes. He has really good guests.
1: He is highly intelligent and he loves to question people and that's why I like Joe Rogan. And I do find him humorous. Bob, why don't you like the podcast? We listen to him all the time. Right. Like I very rarely will listen to a Joe Rogan podcast. Well, not in the for, last
0: thirty days, but you know.
1: Right, right, but, you know <laughs> but if it's on, I'm not hearing him, I'm right. hearing his guest. And then, you know, following along in the conversation. So maybe not dislike is a wrong term. But I remember what he said one time. He had, uh, I think, Seth, was it Seth? It doesn't matter. Had another comedian on, he was asking, hey, Joe, you've been getting flack about you know this, that, and the other thing. He goes, ah, oh, that's cool. He's like, what do you mean? Ah, oh, it's great. That's how I know I'm doing well. And it made a lot of sense to me when I heard it, because it's something that I felt, I, I, I echo that opinion. Mm-hmm. That if you don't like me or anything I do, then please be vocal, make a webpage, make a website, start a band join a parade <laughs> tell everybody get a tv show and tell them how much you don't like robert bett right i think that's amazing because that gives me all the time to go cool yeah like it's it's awesome no, no, not everybody's like you
0: to be to to be totally fair i think uh at this point the vast majority of any of our interactions with people that listen has been good um yes like i said what i was really bringing up was the correcting us when we're r- wrong thing but like it it doesn't add to the discussion
1: to defend our belief, I know you believe this too. Uh-huh. If you're wrong, you should be corrected. Sure, put it up there. That's fine. But if you do it with, don't hit me with a dissertation.
0: No, and also, but here's the thing: if if you're only, only ever telling me about the one thing that we said in an, in a two-hour conversation, like maybe that could have just been let go. Like, did you're does saying it, contribute? Right, I'm saying like. If you want to be a part of the conversation, I totally welcome it. I love the interactions that we have with with our fans through Discord. Uh, and like f- fans is kind of a weird like these people are are essentially friends now, you yep. know? Like we talk to them daily. They're becoming a regular part of our lives.
1: We got people who chime in on Discord at four thirty five in the morning just to tell me they listen to a podcast and how much they liked it and they miss what we talk about. Right. That don't play our game. I love it. Right. It's awesome. I wish you could meet these people.
0: And and those people, you know, they may have differing points than us and we have like a an open discussion and you know, point counterpoint type of thing. But when you're just like, Oh, uh, Camilla is a dude Okay. Like what are right, who cares? Like what, Camilla the chicken? R- right, like my who, buddy? Who who cares? Like what, what does that what did that add to the to anything? Like
1: if you know me, I'm snarky. <laughs> I like to think I'm witty, which probably means I'm not. And uh, my humor is very odd. We'll put it that way. So, yeah, especially a White Wolf material, if I mention a name and it's just sort of there. Uh, right. If it's obscure, it's obscure. Like, there's over 6,000 people listening to this podcast. If I, if I say something, I really, the more obscure we get, the less connection we have with the majority. Right. And we always have to be mindful of that, right? So, and we try to explain terms, but honestly, people can get lost. Right. Like I know for a fact, I have a, I have relatives that listen that don't know jack and shit, right? About Vampyr, but they listen because they like the interaction. Period. They
0: like to hear your voice.
1: They like to hear your voice. I think
0: you should say my name, Nathan. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> yeah, that that shit. Um, the last podcast, like I, it was totally <laughs> unexpected that you were going to throw me under the bus, and I felt like it fucked up my entire rhythm for the whole podcast.
1: I, dude, that's because I'm the person who hears all the time when they're like going, oh, I love Nate's voice. Why are you telling me? <laughs> I like my fucking voice. Yeah. Why are you telling me about Nate's voice? You know how <laughs> I like my voice? Yeah, tell Nate about his voice. Yeah. Nate likes hearing about Nate's voice. That's the I mean, person. But, you know,
0: also, like, at this point, I know that. Like I, yeah. Don't even bother telling me because, like, I already know. Yeah. Look, man, it's like, it's
1: like building a monument to yourself. You want somebody else to build. If it, you folks would know you know I
0: mean? like a little secret, I can give it to you. What you're going to want to do is, at about the age of 19 or 20, you're going to want to start smoking two or three packs of cigarettes a day, and uh, just keep doing it. You're. It's going to hurt for a while. It's gonna. It, it's going to get scratchy. You probably won't be able to breathe really well. But also, you want to drink l- like lots of soda or beer or things with like sugar. Uh, and then you'll, you'll get a, you'll get a nice, deep, scratchy voice and, and then, uh, you'll die at 50, but at Survivor's least you'll, voice. Is that at least you'll sound sexy as fuck while you do it.
1: I, I think it's unique. Very few people, <laughs> I, and I'll ask jokes aside, you have a unique voice, draws people. Well, thank you. That's the point. Well, thank you, Bob. So thank, I know I am now aroused. Thank you. It's because your voice hypnotizes people to listen. They may not give a shit what we have to say, right. but your voice holds them.
0: I want to, uh, I want to just like maybe read out of the phone book. For one, we you know I let's...
1: told you we're gonna pull out a VCR manual. That does two things. <laughs> we know what that is. Number one. Number two. You have to read it, and those are right. boring as shit. Right. And if right. people still get the hits that pop, I, get,
0: I get, like get like uh, forty-five minutes of just recording something really boring, and and uh, everyone can just listen to it while like while they're trying to sleep.
1: Press rewind.
0: Oh, sorry, there's a little burp there. That's that's to the totally left. inappropriate.
1: Enjoy the whirring noise. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy <laughs> the tape the, goes around enjoy the whirring it will jam
0: well we'll have to like get some of the listeners to like find the most boring book in the world
1: don't dj he exists don't do it <laughs> i can't tell you that's like i love <clears throat> him to death mm-hmm. and i hate that he's in new york and not in illinois yeah because he's an amazing i just I think like he's like actually in new long. jersey is it new jersey no he was in new york he was in nyc last right night. but he
0: lives in new jersey
1: it's like so. when you drive that far, DJ? It's Come not. I on. mean, it's not
0: really that. I don't think it's that far. I think like it's just. I mean, it's far to me. Well, New York is like another planet, as far as I'm concerned. It's so far away.
1: I thought it was cool because where he was at in Times Square, and now I'm yes, I'm stalking you. And he put a <laughs> photo up. Right. I remember being there when I visited. It was just standing mm-hmm. like in the spot where he took the photo, and I was like, "Oh, well, that's awesome!" But you know what he did? He went to play cards at some magical side. <laughs> he, he played Vampire: The Eternal Struggle. I have yeah. a crate sitting to the right at the end of the couch. It's like totally different.
0: You you have two crates, actually. Yes. One One crate, two crate. Yeah, Two crate mojo. It's uh, funny enough that you mentioned that because I I have not forgotten about our um, not really mentioned idea, but I think we should discuss it a little bit. What, go to New York? No, 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 not good. That's, That's no, no. So we were thinking about, I don't know, maybe in a year or so, setting up like a Vampire the Eternal Struggle Invitational. Yeah, for sure. Like, invite people out to Chicago, Chicagoland, and uh, sit down and thoroughly beat them all at, at VTAS. Or
1: oh, they'll all lose.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because um, none of you are good enough uh, to play in our arena. I'm just saying, um, we don't have any specific, this is really just like idea part. It's only
1: because age and treachery will always beat youth and skill. I mean, that's just (laughs) how it goes. And, um, but, uh, both.
0: I think the, the, the plan, the tentative plan, and again, no idea when this is going to happen. This is kind of a down the road scenario, but we are tentatively planning to rent some space, maybe try to get some. Game company, game like game stores involved, and just invite people down, and spend the weekend playing Vampire: The Eternal Struggle, uh, in our area. Um, Right now, that's that's about the extent of it. Um, Who who will invite? I mean, pretty much anybody that listens. Anybody. You know, come on down, give us a give us a whirl, and we'll spend two or three days playing uh the the greatest game ever
1: and if thousands of you show up we're gonna have fun on the lawn it's gonna yeah. be
0: great <laughs> and if 10 of you show up shit we'll just go up to the apartment no big deal
1: <laughs> do us right That's Not the first time right because
0: i mean we'll we'll have 10 of our own friends
1: i think we're boring as hell we have fun no matter the, the amount I mean, no yeah absolutely two boring guys but uh yeah um we segued the fuck off topic
0: what was the topic
1: we brought v5 and mentioned one point
0: Oh, yeah. Well, what else is... And then we drove away. I thought that was it. I thought it was no, like... No, there's
1: not. There's not. There's a... Uh... They have a cool thing I like, a mechanic called Compulsions. Uh-huh. So instead of you feeding all the time, like blood pool and worrying about that nonsense... Yeah. Yeah, you, you do, but it's more or less free flow, meaning that uh, you're not really keeping track of that. You got feeding dice. Right. The more you use your vampiric blood, the more additional feeding dice you get. And these dice are like red dice they use, which makes sense. You roll it with all your normal d tens, Right. And so, and you can get more feeding dice from this as you use more vampiric blood. You get hungrier and hungrier. Right. The more feeding dice, the more compulsions you have. Meaning the more vam- outbursts your beast does. Like they mentioned one, and there's like a scale they have, but one of them that always intrigued me. The predatory instinct kicks in to sort of claim territory over the area. Mm-hmm. You will insanely go and stalk the land to make sure you're safe. Right. It's like a weird paranoia. Like climb on objects animalistically. Right. To kind of keep your head out, revealing that, that instinct. And uh, domination. And I loved it. Because the, that stuff that just. It's like, I feel they're hammering home the same aspect I think we've been missing. Mm-hmm. And that's in V20. Requiem, they have it, but V20 doesn't have a method they do now, right. I feel, in V5, which is you're a monster. They've been saying it, but people are still. Yeah, we well, have I mean, that's you know? the thing.
0: Like, uh, we all know, like, you're a vampire, you're a monster, right? We all know that. And as storytellers and even as players, I feel like you and I and a lot of the people that we know, they try to portray that. But again, going back to like my Facebook interactions, like reading, it's a lot of times this game, and I feel like all games have this this side effect, this downside, a lot of times it boils down to, well, I got five levels of this discipline and three levels of this discipline. Let's go fucking fight in the courtyard. Or not fight. Right or talk shit, but but not actually do anything. You know what I mean? Like it's not.
1: Oh, I know what you mean. Right, right,
0: right. And it's it's a large part of the reason why I've extracted myself from LARPing. Like I I like to have a powerful character, like the next guy, sure, but I don't go to a LARP to talk shit and you know stand and puff out my chest. Like I go to role play. Like. I don't care about the combinations of the disciplines that I can take that's going to make me the most biggest badass, which then I can actually never get into a fight because also all of the other players are like chicken shits. <laughs> and that, that's that's what it really fundamentally comes down to, is that a lot of people in real life are chicken shits, and when they acquire power on their character, even if it's just dots on a sheet, they... Don't want to lose that power, so they become chicken shits.
1: Here's why LARPs bore me. I told you this before. Mm -hmm. I'm not burnt out of LARP. I got bored of it. Right. Because it can't lose. You've seen it. It's Mm -hmm. not bragging. I can't. No. He with the most charisma wins in LARP. It's that simple. Right. If you can talk your way out of a wet paper bag, the average player who plays cannot. Especially on the fly. And you can apply pressure, not apply pressure, the whole nine. I've had people leave because I showed up based on that same principle. Oh, absolutely.
0: I've seen it myself.
1: Because they were the the elite. I'll walk in and talk to one of them. I saw that guy before. We're going to go get food, and they never come back. And it's, not, it's, a, it's a horrible feeling if you're me. Yeah. Because I, I go to these games to be matched, whether by a crowd, whether by the storyteller, what have you, looking to be checked. Right. You know, I have this concept. Let's do something cool with it. Let's get it going. I'm going to add to the game. not going right. to take away. Going to all these things. And when that stuff... And I know there are people out there who have experienced the same thing. That that's why they're playing with us online. But when that happens, you got to know that if you're that person who's like, well, I just don't like doing what you do. I just can't talk. There's a thousand different ways you can shine. It's what effort do you want to apply yourself? And right. unfortunately, that comes down to how that person is in real life. And their comfort level in coming out of their shell. And I'm not doing this to like marginalize anybody, but it's just the fact. Once I realize that, in a LARP, it's unfair to have someone like me show up when no one else is like that. Right then that's how I have to gauge a game. I have to go, oh, who all plays? Oh, well, you wouldn't like this. I don't care about the person. I'm looking to hear, oh, well, they got a super smart harpy. Right. Oh, they got this A-number-one prince who's always having meetings. And, man, he's just checking people left and right. That's what I'm looking to hear. Right. That there's someone of challenge, someone who I go there with, I'm not going to make you, who's been playing for months on end, feel like a small fish when I'm the guy coming in with the starting character. Right.
0: No, and it uh, it, it really... You have a unique set of advantages. You're a highly charismatic person. Um, But if you were highly charismatic and five feet tall, (laughs) I don't think you'd have the same degree of, of, of issue that you have. You're highly charismatic and you're large physically. So not only can you verbally lord over people, but you also physically intimidate them by your presence. And that makes there's there. I've only ever really encountered maybe three or four people that have a similar sort of advantage. And at least one of those people was lacking something else that that they couldn't fit into that. So, um, we were talking about our Gen Con experience. Yep. And, um, I don't remember his name, but I, I, I know him. I know this happens a lot in the LARP community. I don't know your actual name. I just know like a character name. You remember Pavarotti? Of course I do. And I was playing that fucking Sabat character. Now I'm not a physically imposing guy, right? I personally am not a physically it's imposing a guy.
1: Bullshit. I'm gonna check that now. Your <laughs> tattoos, your style of dress, what you come with is intimidating. I, I mean, like, it's like, like,
0: it, like, I don't loom. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not a tall guy. I'm no, not.
1: You say that. But we're a gen, so you're not tall. Right,
0: right. I'm not, I'm not tall physically,
1: but the devil tattoo on your arm. So yeah, so, so
0: I do, I do have something in in that area, but like that guy, he's just larger than life. And it's the only time in the history of my gaming (laughs) where I'm playing this, like just this Inhuman, hard-ass, say, like I'm. I'm ready to fuck shit up, and I got fucking belly checked. I loved it. <laughs> I got fucking belly checked. We're we're, we're like nose to nose, essentially. But he's he's about four or five inches taller than me, and he's a big guy, right? And he's a guy with he's, he's personality. My,
1: he's close to my height. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's he's and and he lives close to us too. Uh, that much I remember. And we're like having a stare down, and he did. In the most subtle way, it's
1: a it's sixty people in the room. Right, it was a prince meeting, and she was in the back just just laying it down. Right, and uh, they had hired her, an actress, to play this prince, and She did an amazing job, mm-hmm. but she didn't know any of the rules. Right, but we, she we she was awesome. Her she acting was the prince. Right, the seneschal was like, take this turn, take that turn. He's the Tordor elder. Right. And you were in the back just being mean mugging anyone yeah. who breathed. Yeah, well, because as
0: soon as we walked in, he's basically just talking shit about the Sabbat under his breath.
1: You, Because it was a pack of five. Right. And we silenced the room. Right, right. Like, Because in everyone's dressed up nice. We walk in like we came in from the war. Right, exactly. Blood tattoos and sigils and craziness. Uh, that was the time Melissa put her foot in the chair, right? But Like the guy was sitting open-legged. Right. I made that comment about it. Oh, baby, I could smell you. And she was like, oh. And walked over and put her foot. Right between his right between his crotch, mm-hmm. and she just kind of winked at him. He wasn't expecting that; right. just taken aback, but because the whole pack surrounded him, right? And yeah. you stood there and went in front because Pavarotti was like, "Oh, you lay about, you waste, right. right?" So, so we're insulting. we're
0: eyeballing each other. We're having this this stare down, and he very subtly—I hadn't expected it. He just pushes forward a little bit <laughs> and fucking belly bumped me, <laughs> and. I almost lost my shit. Like I was like, did this fucking guy
1: it deflated like, you? It was, it was just so the
0: the subtlest form of like physical fuckery. <laughs> it was just like I'm just gonna lord over you just a little bit just by bumping you out of my way with my gut. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. But I'll never forget that as long as I live, because it's it's just I never would have expected it. And that's like one of those guys where if you had ten people like him and ten people like you, you you would it would be unreal. It, it would be, it'd be it'd like be amazing. you you couldn't walk in as a new player and hope to have a hope in hell. It'd be it's, it, it, it just it would just be ridiculous.
1: And it's 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 people drawn to leader, and I get that. Right. And uh, but you know, somewhere with this there was a point, but uh, I let it go because I love that it, memory. It was so good. I I feel the best part though mm-hmm. was when he walked out of the room. And he, he you know, I'm out there standing out there because I was back up, I think. I covered outside the room for I think reason. you were I think you
0: were actually playing an asymite that year.
1: Yes. And uh I'm out there and he's like, Can't tell you something, come over, come over It's like, yeah, what? He goes, I love it whenever I see you guys at this at these cons it makes my night. I was like, dude, we live to come up to Gen Con Like six years we went and met yeah. that guy yeah. in a row for that role. And he goes, Do you remember when I did, when I was in the room and we were handing out orders, the shittiest Gen Con plot ever? mm mm-hmm. Remember? We mm-hmm. were in Mexico, but in a castle. I don't think I played in that game. Oh, it was so terrible. We were with Adam, and uh, we were just told, you're in a castle, you're all Camarilla, and the Sabat are coming to kill you. Uh-huh. And we these elder characters, whatever. And we all, and like happens every time, night one, you get your packet, you read what you are, right. you read your background, you hope it doesn't suck. You
0: get settled in.
1: You're just doing the, right. the acting portion. You go to your room to get character dressed out, and uh, then, then you come back. And so... The room we we're in, it was it was Adam. It was with Adam and uh, his brother JJ, and uh, JJ's a torter. This guy gets a torter again. He's the elder, and he's wearing this cummerbund. So he's got a cummerbund, coattails, mm-hmm. this like purple smooth jacket, like literally the most pimpinous grimace I've ever seen in my life. You know what I mean? Right. Just he he called himself that. Why right. I like him so much is that he was just totally fun. Right. No, no matter what it was, when he's playing his elder, trying to be serious. Me and Adam are making fun of this plot left and right. <laughs> they gave me a character called Monster, my job was to feed on children when they slept, yet I can't feed because I'm trapped in a castle. Right. I c I can't does,
0: how does that really help you? <laughs> so but
1: I'm somehow the sheriff. Right. I have a steak, no mealy. <laughs> I have level four animalism, no animalism.
0: You gotta you, you gotta love those old like pre-gen, like just pop it into a grapevine and generate a character characters. And they went with it, you, know, you yeah. know,
1: knowing behind the scenes, they had to have lost the file somewhere and just made what they could. Right.
0: They were just like, throw some shit on a sheet and let's move.
1: But now we're in this room and he's supposed to give out the marching orders. I'm the sheriff. JJ's a deputy. Adam's in the room with me, deputy. And we're listening to it. Normally, these are boring. And he gets the hotel to put up the flip charts for a meeting. Uh-huh. And they hand him this pointer, which was a mistake. Now, why it was a mistake <sighs> He commands a presence. Right. And then he himself is physically imposing. And he's using the entire space of the walking stage of this room. And it has like these glass, kind of smoked mirrors. Right. Into this little meeting area. And he walks up, he goes, So we're, yeah, and we're going to hit, yeah, not, yeah, but, yeah, over, yeah, but not, yeah. That's his meeting. Right. We're in here
0: listening to him for an hour. And, he's, and he's whacking the paper with and the He's point. whacking
1: it. And he's stabbing it and cutting it. We can't understand him. And he's like, so, monster, what is your marching order? <laughs> I, I'm here, but not here. And he goes, i And of course that's where you are. JJ was laughing so hard, I thought we were going to have to do mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. And why he's laughing is because he goes, look at the cupboard, bud. Look at the cupboard, bun. He was getting disheveled the more he was pointing out what we were supposed to be doing. And apparently there was this time stop. For everyone who doesn't know, it's Freeze. Right. Storytellers to figure out what the fuck is going on. That's exactly what it was. Right. We were forced to be in this scene for a meeting and we didn't know why. And they just told him on the fly, run a meeting. Well, he didn't know what to say. So he gave us an hour of flubbery. And it was the most delicious entertainment I have had ever. Oh my God. so
0: good. Uh, I was kicking myself too. Like, um, hang on. I got to kick myself in the bathroom. I've been holding this for You're good. a powerful, powerful be sprint. Before. Hey, it's not the greatest ride, but there's no line. <laughs> <laughs> so, kicking myself because uh, last year I didn't go to Gen Con. Actually, I don't think I've been there in two years. Yeah. Because I was like, meh whatever. It's a lot of money. Don't really care. I got the time. Fuck it. I don't need to go to Gen Con. And then I had that same opinion this year. I was like, meh, I don't need to go to Gen Con. And now there's actually a reason to go. There's like people that we know that listen to our podcast that are going to be
1: there. And
0: I'm kicking myself in the ass. I want to because... get them to
1: come to the Midwest Winter Convention. Well,
0: it's all the way in Milwaukee. Yeah.
1: Right. right I want to do that again.
0: I do. I do. Would, I would like to go again and I would like to remake my 12th generation Bruja
1: right remake this go see if they still have a database just to grab it <laughs> just got my old scrap of paper <laughs> you need my piece of shit colombian venture load and look alike it'll be great <laughs> right <laughs>
0: i definitely want to do that um we got we got plenty of plenty of wants but it we'll, we'll see how things play out for sure um there's a lot of time between now and then but we for sure at some point within the next year we want to have like a definite plan for our Vampire the Eternal Struggle meetup. Sit down, play game, invitational type of thing. Uh, we don't know anybody in our area except for our friends that play this game, so we have no affiliation with anybody. I, I, I didn't even know there was like
1: a... Look, Chad, if he wasn't abducted and stabbed repeatedly by his wife, mm-hmm. is out there somewhere. Yeah,
0: yeah. Chad, give us a give us a ring.
1: You just know? message us so we know yeah, you're alive. Yeah,
0: we, we we miss you.
1: We call the police on day five. That's uh, when that happens. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we don't really call the police. We just... Look at the phone and go, "Eh, it's police probably.
1: I can't call the police because I will be shot on sight. Hey, if the news has taught us anything, (laughs) Nate can call the police. I'm not going to. Just tell them you're Italian. I won't. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Cops come, I'm the first in the ground. <laughs> yes. I, w- I will conduct the Macarena right to the floor. That's just going to You know what
0: I'll do? I will cross my arms and I'll go, you know, gentlemen, that's just not very nice. And they'll let you go. That's, and for that's all we
1: how... know, they were going to ask directions. Yeah,
0: but I, I also have tattoos, so I will get pepper sprayed before I get to make that conversation.
1: Yeah, but you'll get to live. Yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> no shit. Where do you think we live?
1: Can we talk about something tragic?
0: Communist Russia? I don't know if we can. We can, we can. Because we, we've derailed into...
1: So it's a dude, it's nerd words. That's mm-hmm. what happens. So I'm um, looking on uh, on my phone, trusty Facebook, right? Which is the denizen of inequities. And I come across this article, ESPN article that I wanted to snopes, but didn't. Um, it was about a girl, teenager, who put a book up to her boyfriend and shot him. Oh,
0: it's yeah. I read the same thing.
1: And I was like, well, shit, that sucks. Yeah. Um, well, that happens. I'm like several thoughts go in my head. I'm like, man, I'd, we've all been bored. We've all had thoughts, jokes, and whatever. And I went, "This is clearly a Darwin Award." Oh yeah, oh but I'm, a, I'm gonna let this go. And I was because I don't know the situation. I wasn't there. I'm not trying to be judgmental, but like, damn. And but, then immediately yeah. I went to I went to. There had to have been every normal aspect, but I'm I'm a man of 38. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I got experience that tells me I've lived through my dumb shit. Right. And I'm looking at okay, it's a teenager. It's a teenage couple. Right. All right. So let me state why. I am sympathetic, empathetic to the situation, right? I watched Woody Woodpecker as a kid. Right. And my sister was all about trying an experiment when we were younger, and that's putting actual pepper in my nose <laughs> to get me to sneeze as Woody Woodpecker. I
0: yeah, no, I get where you're coming from. To be fair, she probably shouldn't have had access to a gun, but my my Moderate younger brother flex. my younger brother was six years younger, was is six years younger than me. So when I was 12, he was six years old, and we were really big into pro wrestling when I was 12 years old, right, and I can't tell you how many times I lifted a six-year-old child above my head and hurled him into a bed. Now, any fucking brains would tell you, you probably shouldn't hurl a, a fucking six-year-old kid or even a 12-year-old kid by his back into a bed. We We literally broke beds, right? Right. With our stupid fucking wrestling. So dumb shit, like, look at the world we live in now. We don't exactly live in a world that is promoting critical thought. And when you're young, it makes it that much worse. Now, having said that, you should probably just go, you know, it would be cool if I shot this gun at a book and, and then it wouldn't kill you, but maybe not do it.
1: Right, put it up to a wall. I can plaster I, don't, I, don't, I can plaster yeah, a wall. Yeah, but, not
0: not have you hold it.
1: But here's the thing. We're in the peanut gallery. Right. Oh yeah. And I'm sitting here thinking, here's this poor girl in this tragedy. Right. She went through I, this. Definitely know she's got fucking Facebook. And there's like over thousands of comments of people oh, just yeah. ridiculing her. Tens of thousands, I'm God's sure. God's watching you, all oh, shame on you, shame, shame. And I'm sitting here going, What's worse? <laughs> <laughs> what's worse right now? There are thousands of trolling assholes. Yeah. From the cheap seats. This poor girl shot a guy she probably loved. It was her boyfriend. And they it, it tried something. Didn't have the wherewithal to really think it through. Um, by all intents and purposes, this was accidental. Right. They didn't intend it. She ch- clearly, truly believed. They both did. Because you got to, right? The evidence is there. He held the fucking book and was like, Yeah, babe, go in and shoot it. It's not going to even touch me. Are you sure? This gun? You wa- yeah, I totally believe in you. Wink. Love. Bang. He's dead. How's she feeling right now? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't really know because
0: I've never killed anyone. Well, but I imagine it's not the greatest of feelings. And so, yeah, because, and so, so now she needs you to fucking shit on her. Right. Yeah. She, she's the one who's going to have to live the rest of her life knowing she murdered a dude because she did a stupid prank.
1: So I get involved with this person.
0: Oh, you, you, you entered the arena.
1: Oh, because I made the comment and they're like, they keep trying to friend me, mm-hmm. right? And I'm letting it go, and because one person I did friend, and they had this religious dissertation about how you know do unto others they should have thought the Bible teaches. And I was like, you know what the Bible doesn't teach? And she's like, what? You to shut the fuck up. It doesn't teach you to shut the fuck up. I don't know how it's not in there. If thou should not kill, if thou should not commit adultery, if thou shouldn't do all this other shit, where is the thou should leave other fucking people alone? Right. Like that's that's not there. She didn't like that comment. I knew she wasn't going right. to. Because one little fact about me. I will feel how I feel. Fuck you for telling me otherwise. And I'm like, am I defending her? There's no defense here other than to say she's a human being. Right. Lesson is learned. Life has taught her that in all things, I guarantee you the safest person in the world going forward, provided she doesn't do something drastic, is going to be her. She'll think everything through in triplicate. (laughs) That's not going to be shit she's ever going to overlook. You know what I mean? And the dumb shit is over. Like, if there if there was... Like chips you cash in. Instant adult. Yeah. Just add bullets. Of the bat. And it's terrible. Two families, it's a tragedy. That's where it is. The fact I still got hit with the religious stick and that there are people trying to go, well, gun rights and gun laws, and you know, a proper gun safe. I'm like, okay, cool. How about this? Quiet.
0: Dude, I feel like be a human being. I feel like your your only mistake there really was just you dove right into the ocean and the ocean is just full of,
1: and I, I, I,
0: I see that stuff, and I just back away slowly.
1: But here's this thing. I live by this uh, philosophical phrase I read mm-hmm. one point where it says uh, that a wise man teaches, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. A fool opens his mouth without knowing, but a right. wise man teaches. When I think about that, I'm like going, okay, do I feel myself wise? No, I'm the fool. <laughs> I open my mouth. Hey, I believe it. But it's because I have a solemn, it's the teacher in me. Right. If I don't say something, idiocy breeds. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's just gonna be there. But because I did, I'm now going, I fucking punched myself in the balls.
0: You're 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 a man with you're an idealistic human being. <laughs> you have hope. And you see that there's so much potential in humans. And you're a smart person and you wanna you wanna guide others to you know, open their eyes and kind of view the world objectively, and yes. and I'm a misanthrope. <laughs> so you know, that's that's what you get. I not only do I not want them to open their eyes, I think this is really just leading us to our final destination, and I'm I just hope I'm alive to see it. That's all. That's all.
1: Well, you got your wish. I want you to know, Trump's <laughs> in office because of your hate. It's because your hate that put him it there. It's not. It's.
0: I mean, it's is it hate though? It's more just like a. I just. I just don't have any faith I in people. You
1: say it. And I quote. It was Bernie, I Trump, and Hillary to race, and you said, it and "I quote, we're fucking getting Trump." I, I, did. I was like, and I was like, "Nah, there's no fucking way, Nate. You don't even have no, no I, I dog did. in the race. He's got no experience. Some billionaire fucking halfwit. They're not gonna do it." Nah, I, I do. I do distinctly
0: recall you saying, "There's not a fucking way in hell." That guy's getting elected.
1: And I was like, "Mm." do you remember what she said? You woke (laughs) up, walked out of the room. I'm sitting out here pissed. Like Trump's in office. Everyone knows. And I'm sitting here just, I have a big shovel eating my comeuppance. Just these (laughs) fucking, I can't. Oh, 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 God. (laughs) I'm eating it, looking for the Tums. And you come walking out and you're like, Bob, how's day one in hell? (laughs) It's like, fuck you. (laughs) That's how day one in hell is. Yeah,
0: definitely don't take this, guys, as a political thing. It's just more of a irrational... No, actually, I, I think it's a very rational distaste for human beings as a whole. With the exception of a rare few of you. If you're listening, I probably like you. Or maybe I don't. I don't know. Time it's will th- tell. I
1: think by now, maybe at the beginning... Yeah. When they had hope that Trump was in office for people when I'm in, they were like, oh, yeah, apple pie, oh, shut up. Yeah. I think by now they're going, what the fuck?
0: No, and, and really it just comes down to I have no faith in humans, so I look in the world, <laughs> and, and whatever the worst possible scenario is, that's usually what I'm going to – this is what's going to happen, guys. Just wait and see. That's and the
1: amazing thing about you, though. You're one of the most compassionate human beings I know, right. but it's for animals. <laughs>
0: yeah, here's what's really fucked up, too. I'm very compassionate towards individual people super compassionate towards individual people. I don't like to see people in pain. I don't like to see people cry. Something bad happens to you as a person. Like I'll be there to help support you.
1: So is it better to say that the idea of human beings as a living entity? I, I person.
0: I dislike people not a person, you right. know? And that that might seem like a cop-out, but no, I really, it isn't. I just, I don't have faith in humanity. I don't, I feel like as far as we've come and as much as we've grown as a species, I don't really have much hope
1: for us. If you us. think on this layman's term, right? We're taught teaching, right? Number one thing you learn. Mm-hmm. People need to address at the fifth grade level. That reading level seems to be universal. Everybody can get that. Mm-hmm. and get behind it to a point, age of audience, but adults especially. Yeah. Don't go beyond that because you never know your audience, right? Right. So we have to dumb down our communication for mass. Yeah. The more people, the simpler you have to make it. And you hope to teach them, right? That's the goal. But the less people, the more specialized you can get. You know who they are, the more communication and more constant learning is there. Right. So, no, that's why I'm saying I agree with you. Right. I myself cannot stand crowds of people because I'm a people watcher. Sociology, studying that in college, that's taught me to be that way. And when I stare at them, I only think of one thing: Am I near the one percent that doesn't make it today? <laughs> it's a morbid thought. Like for every for every person I see walk into a into a like a Target to return something, and they whip it at the counter at the kid right. who's behind there. Like there's literally a wall of shit they're trying to put up, and they're like, "My day is ruined because this soap has a crack in it." You will take it back and get me another soap. And the kid's just like, what the fuck?
0: I make $8.30 an hour. Right. I I work at Target. I have to wear a red shirt every day. What makes you think that, like, your energy is best spent ridiculing me for your soap?
1: Who watches those moments? I watch those moments. Right, right.
0: Well, I told you about the time very recently that I got confrontational with someone in a gas station, right? I think I may have even talked about it on this podcast. But basically, there was a situation in front of us, and the situation was computer-related, right? We're at a gas station. Gas stations are not renowned for using state-of-the-art, cutting-edge systems. And this gas station especially, they like to use outdated systems. Well, something happened. Something crashed. And so the young lady behind the counter is trying to get everything fixed. She's on the phone. She's going back and forth. She's really stressed. Right. And I'm just chilling. Like, I get it. These things happen. It's no big deal. Guess what? I'm not in a big fucking race to go anywhere because I have priorities, right? And they're they're in line. <laughs> right. So I'm sitting there watching this play out, just, just waiting. Like, I'm going to buy some cigarettes and I'm going to buy a drink and then I'm going to go home and drink it and smoke it, right? So people start coming in and the line starts growing. And most people are fairly rational as well. They see that there's something going on. Well, there's a guy behind me and to my right. And he starts making noises, right? Huffing, huffing and puffing. And he's like, what's going on? What's, what's the big deal? What's going on here? Now, the, the young lady that's behind the counter, she's hearing impaired. She can't even hear him. She doesn't know what's going on. But I can fucking hear him. And I can hear him in my right ear, like a bee buzzing around my fucking head. And I've been in her situation. And I can hear when people are talking shit, but like not they're not directing it at anyone except for everyone in the room. They're throwing
1: a tangent. Right. Is what they're they're, doing. they're
0: they're expressing their, Oh God, I have to wait. And and I'm like, why don't you relax? And he's like, Well, I'm not I'm not talking to you. And I'm like, You're talking and I can fucking hear you. How about you relax, let her do her job and get her stuff figured out, and then she'll help you. Cause he has got to wait to pump his gas. I'm like, oh fuck yourself, dude! It's nine o'clock at night. You have nothing important to do, or if you do, I don't give a shit. He relax. just solved the
1: cure for cancer, Nate. He had places to go.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. He clearly cured
1: AIDS, and he doesn't have the time.
0: Right, right. He does, and it, his time time is precious. It's a commodity. <laughs> it's not real. It's not a real thing. No, it's like it's something not. we agreed upon, and now it's a thing. So relax, because you're gonna die soon. Like just maybe read something on your phone like that's that's the fucking truth of the matter like why are you going to get up somebody's ass because a few moments of your day were slightly inconvenienced you're going to get cancer and die like do you, did nobody tell people that like this is all you've got so like chill out enjoy it relax it's not a big deal cuz something's going to kill you it's inevitable it's all it's everything you're alive and then maybe tomorrow you'll be dead. So how about you chill the fuck out and just relax? That's I don't know. Am I out of line? Am I crazy? That's
1: just no, that's how I feel. Cause the same gas station where I had the racist guy. Oh, I told dude. you that place. That place breeds it,
0: <sighs> dude. Can I? Can I? Uh, not to talk over you. No. Nope. But I, you know, people of color, people of other races, they deal with racism all the time. The worst thing to me is being a white person. And being in a situation where I have no recourse but to like continue to help a person that's obviously a racist... Because they think you are, too. Yes. Because you're white. And you're like, oh, God, I need to run away. But, like, this guy was just like, eh, that town's gotten real dark lately, if you know what I mean. And you're like, oh, my God, I want to (laughs) fucking kick this guy. But, like, it's not, it's not. he's not saying anything overtly racist, but it's fucking racist. And you're like, oh, I'm compelled to help you because I'm at work or wherever you're at. Uh, But I don't agree with you, and... This is going to get real fucking tense. Can I arm
1: you with the truth? You can. Okay. We're in a situation again. It's your job as a human being to make it worse. <laughs> How do you what mean? What am I saying? I'll How tell do you, you mean? You. Um, I'm with, like, there's there's black racism. Yeah. Okay. So I'm in a restaurant getting some food, and I'm sitting there, and it's a TJ Fridays, and I'm chilling out with a friend. May she remain nameless. She's a co-worker. Uh, but we're doing lunch, right? And we're just chilling. And <laughs> This black guy turns around because his wait, waitress or waiter, whatever, was just I guess bad day. Right. But was clearly being rude. Like I heard him rude. I forget if was him or her, but they were being, they were wearing it on their sleeve and how, right. Him. And he's just like, man, white folk don't appreciate shit. And I was like, yeah, man, just white folk. Right. And he goes, <laughs> and he turned around, he's like, Yeah, man. I mean, man, white people all the time. Fucking shit up. But like they act like they know what they doing, man. But if fucking people didn't show them how to get it done, they wouldn't find their head from their ass, man. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, man, they had it really going down with the plantations, though, didn't they? Wow. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm just saying, things were more organized when they told us what to do. Oh, and wow. And he just stared at me for me, like, you you fucking with me? And I was like, did, did that offend you? And he's like, well, I don't know if that offended me or not, because if you're telling a joke, man, that's just bad taste. It's, like, it's bad taste. I think that's a human being who's having a bad day, and it's falling on you. That's their bad. But you trying to have a town meeting right here <laughs> is equally bad because i'm not racist he's like, but dude you just said some shit it was like but that would seem i'm racist he's like yeah no what i'm doing is i'm letting you echo right, right? but holding, echoes up, holding up a mirror comes right back to you and and seriously you should do it because no situations like I, the first thought in my head when you said yeah the guy was like it certainly is getting dark here and I was like, "Yeah, it'd be even darker if we hung them from trees like we should have." Huh? Oh, but you know what? I was at work.
0: I was at work. Uh, to my credit, I, I can't. I can't say like that's what I mean by trapped. If I'm if I'm just me kicking it in, in my street clothes, I don't give a fuck. It's. I will. I will. The days of non-confrontational excuses, letting people get away with shit in my life is fucking over.
1: But what I'm pointing out, Nate, is the fact that I think people. When angry, mm-hmm. say the most meanful, hateful shit possible. Mm-hmm. They don't even think about it. Right. It's just mouth diarrhea to oh, their emotions.
0: I don't get angry about stuff. I get coldly logical. Yes, But when I'm at work, I get like, oh, this is uncomfortable because I'm captive. If I'm not captive, man, we're going to have verbal. We're going to spar. I'm, I'm going to throw that shit back in your face. Anyways, this is running down the rabbit hole. We need to end this podcast, and we need to move we, on. We run down all rabbit holes. Right, that's what we do. So, thank you for listening. Hopefully, we offended you. I guess. I, don't I know. guess
1: we should end nerdy. Yeah. And Castlevania: was... The series is coming out on Netflix.
0: Oh shit! I wonder how it's a it's a an anime, right? It's
1: an anime series.
0: Yeah. So I'm not a, I'm not a big anime guy, but I'll give it a try. It's I Castlevania. like Castlevania. Right. It's what, what am I going to do? Nah. When does
1: it come out, Bob? It's great. I believe it's June fourth.
0: Well, it's it maybe July fourth.
1: I traveled back in time. <laughs>
0: Alright, well anyways, thanks for listening This has been Nerd Words, hopefully you enjoyed the podcast If you didn't, nah, can't win them
1: all, right? I can tell you, we gave something for everybody (laughs) Yes we did So that's that's that
0: Alright, thanks for listening guys, we will talk to you next week For sure, I I won't allow us to miss another one